everybody welcome to another episode of beyond the album cover where we take a look at an album and explain its history and importance within the music industry so thank you guys as usual for listening to the show and be sure to go to the various podcast outlets anchor breaker stitcher etc and listen to this episode along with archival shows now for today's episode we're going to dissect an album that came out in 1991 and was a mix of hip-hop and R&B in terms of sound and image. Two sets of brothers, and they hail from the great state of North Carolina, my home state. Casey, JoJo, Dalvin, and Devontae, better known as Jodeci, and the debut album, Forever My Lady, was released in 1991 and put out on the Uptown slash MCA record label. Now, before Jodeci formed, they were seen doing backing vocals on various Uptown-related acts, such as Jeff Red, Father MC, and Devontae was doing production work leading up to Jodeci's debut album. And... I'll be sure Kyle West had a hand in helping with Jodeci's debut album. But other than that, Jodeci was a self-contained unit. Devontae mainly did a bulk of the production and songwriting for Jodeci. So he took his skills that he learned in gospel because Dalvin and Devontae's father was very well known within gospel music circles. And just added a little bit of R&B flair to it to combine with the gospel vocals of Casey and the smooth falsetto of Jojo and it made for a combination of R&B meets hip-hop as far as with their look and a young A&R by the name of Sean Puffy Combs came up with the idea of having Jodeci dress more urban meaning Timberland boots, combat boots, skull caps, and looks that screamed, we're not a R&B group because prior to Jodeci, male R&B groups were wearing suits and were looking more gentlemanly. So they related to the guys that were out in the hood and pretty much wanted to like R&B music, but felt that the image wasn't very tough. So Forever My Lady, Smash Classic, Stay Classic, You and I, classic that whole album top to bottom set the stage for Jodeci and announced a new era of R&B was fast approaching as Diddy coined it hip-hop soul and we saw more of that with the release of Mary J. Blige debut album was the 411 the following year and the other acts to follow between 91 and around 95 96 so with that being said, I felt like Jodeci really took what rappers were doing, but just translated it into R&B. Come and Talk to Me was actually a top 20 pop hit. And it also helped the fact that KC, based on his vocals, you could tell that he studied the likes of Bobby Womack and all of the great artists that came out of that gospel R&B tradition of the 60s and 70s. So, I really think if you look at the album cover, at first you would have thought that Jodeci was a hip-hop group by the way that they were dressed. 
but you would tell that they were R&B group once you popped in the album and you realize these guys looked all rugged on the cover of the album, but R&B wise, it really spoke to dudes who liked R&B and it spoke to the ladies because of course, biggest consumers and listeners of R&B music are predominantly female. But I think that Jodeci's Forever My Lady album changed the game because it launched Puffy's career. And we all know the story how Andre Harrell fired him and he met with Clive Davis who gave him the money to go star Bad Boy and Arista distributed Bad Boy. And we all know that Biggie and Craig Mack were the first two acts to be signed to the Young Burgoyne label and still standing to this day some 24 years later. 24 years later. Yep. But in 1993, Jodeci went on to release Diary of a Mad Band and that wouldn't have happened if not for the release of their tone setting 1991 debut album so thank you guys for tuning in to this episode if you got any suggestions for any albums that you would like for me to cover feel free to follow me on instagram that's instagram.com forward slash j252nc go to the facebook page facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover and you can listen to this episode and other archival episodes on anchor breaker stitcher spotify radio public pocket cast and google podcast so Thanks for all the love. And next week, the album that we're going to take a look and dissect is a pop album that, to me, set the stage for boy bands to come for the next two decades. 1988's Nuke is on the Block, Hanging Tough. So until next week, keep those 33 and 45 spinning and take care. Peace.